Cue the cheesy podcast music. Welcome to MegaFest. Where we don't just manifest, we MegaFest. I'm your host, Megs Malloy. I'm creating a community of silly and soulful working moms who are mostly happy, but know they're capable of more. More self-love, more self-esteem, more self-trust, more calm, joy, natural highs, more magic in the world, and more laughter. Each week, me and my guests will bring you tips and tricks on how to make the most of your one precious life. And we're going to make them effective and efficient because ain't nobody got time for that. I believe in you. I see the light in you. I want you to shine your light. I want you to become all that you're capable of. So let's hang out. Let's MegaFest together. Hooray! I'm so glad you're here. I know there are so many things you could be doing with your time right now. You could listen to music. You could call a friend. But you pressed play on MegaFest. And I am so grateful to be spending this time with you. So today we're talking with Mandy Demetsky, who I met through Barra Man. And if you remember, Barra was on episode four. She invited me to this group of women who are networking together in Hermosa Beach, California. It's called Hermosa Circle, like her, all women. Very lovely group. And it was a warm summer evening and Mandy comes in and oh man, it was like I was a little flower and then the sun came in and I felt like I could grow. I don't know. How else can I? <laughs> she's just to be in her presence is to be like around a fire. Like she's literally on fire she's literally and figuratively on fire and she is just letting off so much soul heat that you can't help but be warmed when you're around her and even though it was a networking event where you're supposed to go around and you know meet everybody Mandy and I sat at the edge of the Hermosa Circle and just chat, 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 chat about all things human potential, personal development, all the books we had read. And uh, we were like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we should probably go talk to other people. But (laughs) it was really fun to meet her. And I knew right away I wanted to have her on the podcast. So today is the day. So here's Mandy's official bio. Mandy Demetsky will help you get out of your head, into your heart, and in love with your life. That sounds good to me. She is a natural-born guide, coach, and a leader in the field of personal development, fitness, mindfulness, and mind-body transformation work. After 20 years of feeling uninspired by corporate America, She took the leap and left her career in sales to follow her lifelong passion for fitness and become a certified personal trainer. Her love of healing through movement ultimately grew into a love for helping others experience the magic of living in the flow through presence, meditation, consciousness, and good old-fashioned self-love. 
Now as a certified human potential coach with a specialization in both physical and psychological fitness, she has helped countless people heal past trauma, connect with their power, fall in love with themselves, and create the life they want. She applies her years of experience in life she didn't love and ultimately left to help others leave behind what no longer works and free themselves from fear, stagnancy, old habits, trapped emotions, and stuck energy so they can experience the bliss that comes with living in the flow of life. Hey, all that sounds amazing. Yes, please teach me how to do that. The word of the day is effervescent, which is such a perfect word for Mandy because she is so bubbly, but also vivacious and enthusiastic, lively and sparkling. So please help me welcome to the MegaFest studio, Mandy Dometsky. Mandy, welcome to MegaFest. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I love it. Oh my gosh. What a great, Mandy, what a great name since... for your show too, by the way. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> thank described you. you. Oh, thank you. It was between this and realizing popularity. And I think a lot of people <laughs> misunderstand what realizing popularity is. So someday we'll do something with that. But until then, Mega it's MegaFest. Love it. Yeah. And uh, ever since I met you many months ago, I was just so taken by your energy. I it, it stayed with me. It lifted me up. You were literally vibrating when I met you and you were just like, so like a sun, shining light. It was amazing. You were effervescent. And, um, <laughs> and I just thought I have to I don't even know if at that time I did have a podcast but I just kept thinking you need to be a guest oh so thank goodness. you for coming on today thank you so much and you were also effervescent <laughs> so <Aww>. I <laughs> it's a long one that's a good one it's a good one <laughs> I so enjoyed meeting you. We met and started talking and just kept talking. And we were at a kind of a networking group function and we just chatted and chatted and chatted and it was such a nice conversation and I loved spending time with you. So I'm so happy to be here with you again in this in this format. Thank you. I know and share all your wisdom and your experience with the person listening today. And so we'll start off the lovely question of when you come to this party, I'm going to offer you a drink. So Mandy, what will you have to drink? Always a white burgundy. Always, always, always. So it is a white burgundy. So it's a wine. I'm a huge wine fan. I really focus on drinking wines outside of the United States because... They have a lot less additives and sugar and all the crap that kind of gives you a headache and hangover. I like to have, and it's a, it's basically like a, a, a version of a French Chardonnay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I've never so, heard of a white Burgundy in all my years yeah. in wine. So, oh, that's very so exciting. Delicious. It's the Burgundy grape, the white version of the Burgundy. 
Okay. <laughs> any brand, any, any winery that you particularly like? No, not really. Um, really any white burgundy is really good. And I'm just a fan of French white in general. So anything it's French, good to know what you like. anything Spanish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Have you been to that wine region? I've been there, but I was way younger and was not nearly as interested in wine as I am now. So I haven't been, I haven't been to wineries there, which is definitely on the to-do list soon. (laughs) Well, you can make a fest that shit. That's happening. That's happening right now. (laughs) We're mega festing. (laughs) Yes. Mandy, tell me, so what are you famous for? I would say that I'm famous for really seeing people. You know, a lot of my clients are referrals from other people and I do meet a lot of people out as well. And I, I love people. I love meeting new people. And I've always been told that, that people feel seen and heard by me and that they, you know, really feel like they can be themselves. So I think that's what I'm famous for. (laughs) <laughs> that is a wonderful thing to be famous for. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, I definitely felt like that when you were talking to me. I felt like the only person and the most special person on earth. And oh, what a gift. Thank That's you. Gift. Thank you. I'm so glad that you felt that. And you are. That's how we should all feel in a conversation. Absolutely. I agree. And you mentioned your clients and, and we know you are a coach. So how yes. did you get into coaching? Why were you called to do that? It's funny. It's not something I ever intended to do. I was in corporate America for over 20 years and specifically in sales and sales management. And I actually did some sales coaching in one of the positions that I was in. My last position had me on the 405 freeway. Like I was in pharmaceutical sales in my last position and, you know, like 12 hours a day on the 405. No, thank you. (laughs) That is something that... yeah. So well, awful. For anybody who doesn't live in Southern California, like yes. it's pretty bad. <laughs> you don't want to spend time there. That's where you don't want to be is the 405, especially for a long time. So I was just driving all the time and not doing anything close to what I wanted to do. And, you know, my husband was like, I don't care what you do, but you have to leave this job. You're miserable. We'll figure it out. And I was making great money. I was the number one rep in the country for my role, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I went to I went to a personal development conference, and it was one that I'd been going to for years and years, and I literally the Monday after called my boss and quit <laughs> with zero oh plan. <laughs> zero oh plan. Gosh. It was like the it was like the jump and the net will appear kind of situation. I was still believing in that quote, which, you know, and it's so true. It's so true. It's like so often we can be afraid of making that step because we feel like we have to have all kinds of like all of our ducks in a row and for it to be like the perfect next step or direction to go into. And that can also be the reason we never make the step out of what we don't want anymore because we feel like we have like everything has to be perfect. And it's very rarely like that. So I just did it. And the next few months were like, okay, what am I going to do? 
I had actually been doing some like network marketing on the side, which was great because I started doing that a little bit more. But my passion was always development in some way, right? So physical fitness, psychological fitness, all the things that have to do with optimizing performance and being our best selves have always interested me. So I decided to become a personal trainer, just started doing some like coaching at a club nearby, learning personal training as I was going through school. And it took me a long time to go through the school. (laughs) It was a lot harder than I expected. I went to the National Academy of Sports Medicine and it took me a good year, but I was I was just doing all the things I needed to do to almost start over. And at this point, I was 41, definitely the oldest coach in the gym, getting up at 3.30 in the morning to start to be there at 4.30 and doing all the things that, you know, maybe we feel like we've graduated from at a certain point in life. I was doing all of that because I had to kind of rebuild. So I started personal training and then at some point I went to one-on-one clients and a lot of them were telling me that I was more of their life coach than anything. And uh, so it's like interesting. And that's when I went and got a couple of certifications uh, in, in coaching and most recently the human potential coaching certification. Oh yeah, that's the one you were telling me about. It sounded really interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. And you know, it's really about self-optimization, that meaning all of ourselves, right? Our physical selves, our psychological selves, our our soul <laughs> selves, <laughs> all of the things, making sure that we're eating correctly, fueling our vehicle the right way, moving our body, and tuning into who we truly are. Wow, I'm sure that creates quite a uh, leveling up of you know raising all boats. So when you can kind of tend to your body and your mind and your soul, you know everything kind of gets better. Your career, your relationships, all the things. Yeah, exactly. And you know you're kind of in a lot of ways faced with yourself when you're investing in yourself in any way in terms of evolving as a human (laughs) it's you know it can be really confronting and it can be it can be like wow okay I have to look at myself and realize where I may be you know reactive in a way that doesn't work for me or I may be blaming things that are just excuses so that I don't have to take responsibility for certain things. You know, you really do have to look at yourself and it can be very confronting. You know, it also has to be something that you do consistently, just like everything else in life. (laughs) Literally everything else. For the human potential, since that is your newest certification, how do you coach people using the human potential certification? Well, I use all kinds of different modalities when I coach, but the human potential coaching really gives me very simple uh, tools and practices that you can apply to your life as a kind of structure to begin to make your life feel easier, no matter what's going on outside, like circumstantially in your life. You can apply very simple practices and it's like, you know, I always say they're not so much easy because applying them consistently is not easy. It takes focus and awareness and and commitment, but they're very simple. They 
are a great way to just, again, make life begin to feel better, no matter what's going on. And then inside of feeling better and getting more in touch with who you really are, which is not your mind or your body, (laughs) then it's a much easier place to go into, let's start working on healing some trauma or overcoming limiting beliefs or whatever it is where maybe something happened in the past and it's standing in the way potentially or or the effect of that event standing in the way potentially of growth and development we can more easily do that once you know you have simple ways to kind of make yourself feel like it's okay you're held you're taken care of and supported and life feels a little better so then we can go into some of those things and begin to heal them. So what are the, some of these modalities This is this, <laughs> or practices that can help your life feel easier? That's what we all want to know. This is yes, right stuff right here. <laughs> well, I definitely want to talk about the one that we talked about initially when we first met. Everything that I teach, I mean, coaching is very individual and specific to whoever it is that I'm with and whatever their life experience has been. There are general ways that we can begin to live outside of the story, which is where, you know, most of humanity lives today. Whether or not we realize it, live in the story that our mind makes up. I call the thinking mind or the egoic mind the storyteller. The storyteller is very active and (laughs) it can seem like reality. You can be looking at any one situation in life and feel and see it through the lens of your storyteller. So your mind is making up a story about what's happening And then those thoughts create emotions, which then create more thoughts. And it's just this loop, this thought emotion loop where one begets the next. And, you know, essentially we're looking at life with a box on our head when we think we're experiencing reality. But in fact, there is literally a box on our head that does not allow us to see it for what it is. We're seeing it as we are. As quickly as we can begin to practice tools that will get us out of the story and into reality, the easier it is for you to be present in what is actually happening in, in your life. One of my favorites, because it's because again, it's very simple, but it takes practice. If we really think about it, most of our time is spent running around in the world, kind of on autopilot, and from our thoughts. If you think about it right now, anybody that's listening right now, if you think about where your thoughts are located, where do you feel them? You know, probably like, mm. I feel them like right behind my eyes, front of my head, like this area. Ooh, and okay. almost like temples. This is where I feel like my thoughts are. And that's where we live, from right here. And we just, constant story, going, 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 going. The goal really is to drop down from the story aspect of living into our true psychological core, which is our low belly, like our center. What I always have people do is to just, and you can do this right now if you're not driving. (laughs) So (laughs) please don't do this if you're driving, just replay it when you get home. First, we just want to soften right? So allow everything to soften. And I'll have people either soften their eyes or close their eyes and just allow your entire, you'll realize that so often we're constricted 
and it's just like soften, let go, right? Part of that is allowing our tongue to relax. So <laughs> when yes, and we okay, like time out, this was the yeah. most amazing <laughs> trick that Mandy told me when we, I met her and it's changed my life. So pay attention to the tongue trick. Oh my goodness. It's, to, it's completely changed my life. As you soften, you kind of sink, right? You kind of come into your core and you're then going to allow your tongue to soften and be heavy in the bottom of your mouth. As you do that, you really can drop down into your core. When you do that, you also literally do turn off the stream of thoughts. You can kind of test this by just look at something and stare at something and realize where your tongue is located. Yeah, right now it's like in that position that makes me so relaxed. But yeah, most of the time <laughs> oh. if I'm noticing it and it's usually like tensed up in the back of my throat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's engaged in some way. If you're thinking your tongue is engaged in some way, whether it's jammed up up the top of your mouth or against your teeth, in some way it's engaged. And if you allow it to relax in the bottom of your mouth, it really literally turns off your thoughts. So I always have people look at something and stare at something. Notice where your tongue is and then allow it to relax. Key is don't try. As soon as you try to make your tongue relax, it will not. <laughs> so you have to allow it to relax. Let it be really, really heavy. And then look back at that item without going back up into your head and, and without your tongue engaging at all, see if you can think about it. Let's just say I have a pen right here. If I look at it and stare at it and think about it, my tongue is gonna go up into the roof of my mouth. If I allow my tongue to relax at the bottom of my mouth and I try to think about the pen, I can't. Mm. I can experience it, it's interesting. I can't think about it. It's here, I can experience it, but I can't think about it. So our tongue is literally a joystick between thinking and being. So <laughs> as much as you can allow, <laughs> truly. And so, you know, so many people have said, God, I wish I could just turn off my thoughts. Well, the good news is you can. You really truly can if you practice allowing your tongue to relax. And the more you practice, the easier it becomes. Um, this is huge for people trying to sleep at night. Notice if you have that hamster wheel in your head before you're going to sleep. Notice where your tongue One is. One of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And then practice allowing it to soften. And it really is an allowing process. And, you know, just like anything is, the more we try, the more it doesn't happen if we soften and allow. <laughs> Then we're being, and then we're in a state of presence and things are easier. Right, right. We're not, we're not thinking, we're not doing, we're just being. Yes. Yes. Maybe. So that's a really simple oh way gosh. to kind of get into your body and out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And all that taking deep breaths and drop into your middle and make your tongue heavy has gotten me like yawning. So it's not you, it's me. <laughs> You've totally relaxed me. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm like about to be hypnotized. Don't make me balk like a chicken. Okay. But um so you true. that is that really is single-handedly made my life so much more effervescent because because when I am having trouble falling asleep, 
I push my tongue out. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but it helps me. I push my tongue toward my teeth and that remind, sets my body up. We're relaxing now. Uh, sometimes I'll even ask my brain, like, why are we awake? What are you trying to tell me right now? Do you have a message for me? Like, let's make this constructive, right? <laughs> if you're going to wake me up, then what is it that I need to know? And then I'll just tell myself, you know, if I'm having trouble falling asleep, I'll just say, okay, well, at least we're just here relaxing. I am relaxing. That seems to do the trick. But the tongue was like, it was the joystick. It was great. It's the joystick, man. And and I love that you do that. And, you know, whatever works for you works for you, right? There are so many different things that people use as tools to stay more present or to sleep or whatever it is. And whatever works for you, great. Another aspect that you may be able to add to that is why are we awake? Is there a message? And if there is and something comes up in your mind, see if you can focus on where you feel it in your body because... It's an energy. If you're thinking about it, it's producing some sort of somatic response, which is an energy in your body. And if you can locate it and literally just, again, soften around that, allow that energy to flow out of you, then you're not kind of prisoner to this energy that's keeping you awake. Oh my gosh. And always allow you your tongue could, to, you could become a... to relax. Oh, <laughs> I said it always makes sure your tongue is, be, is allowed to be relaxed. <laughs> Yes. Well, you could become a sleep coach at this point. This is like golden nuggets. You are showering us with just the these gifts of a more enjoyable life because, you know, I, yes. I always say the question is not, how are you doing today? It's how did you sleep last night? Because that will tell you oh. so much about a person. Oh, my goodness. And so I know true. you've kind of struggled right? There was a time right before you kind of took your social media break, you were having trouble sleeping. And I know for if you if you haven't had children, you are more affected by losing sleep, I think. Oh, <laughs> I guess when absolutely. You have a newborn, you just like, yeah, you just like, uh, there's a new level of tired that you just get used to. But I remember before I had children, it was like, that would really fuck up my day if I did not sleep well. Yes. Well, you're incredible. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I have no idea. And I, I know that your audience, a lot of your listeners have children and are overwhelmed and feel stressed and anxious and, and all of the things from taking on such an incredible role of motherhood. And I, and I only do that for four-legged kids. So <laughs> they are much easier to handle and they actually sleep at <laughs> night with us. So yeah, I can't imagine. I know that fatigue, kind of general fatigue becomes the norm as a mother, but it's never going to optimize our performance during the day, right? Whether that's, you know, at work or at home or in relationships or wherever, not sleeping properly is never going to make things better. Yeah, but we just have to carry on, you know, and like make these, find these hacks or whatever that kind of help us. So what else do you suggest for how can we help a person's life feel easier? I was thinking about this before I came on here because, because I know that a lot of your listeners are probably in a state of overwhelm. I think so many of us are, are there right now. When you're in that state of just trying to get by, then you know, your vibration becomes, 
it just lowers, right? No fault of our own. We're really kind of in an unconscious state at that point. If you've got multiple children and your your focus is to take care of them and, and maybe not so much yourself anymore because you just don't have the capacity. And one of the best things any of us can do for ourselves, and whether you're a parent or not, as challenging as it can sound, feeling the way you want to feel is I can't say enough how life-changing it can be to just decide to feel how you want to feel as opposed to being a prisoner to, or even a victim, like kind of the victim to the circumstance kind of situation. We can feel overwhelmed and then everything that's going on around us just makes us feel down and frustrated and anxious and stressed and all of these low vibration emotions that just call in more of the same. When you start thinking about quantum physics and that vibration attacks, attracts vibration, when we're in that low state where just nothing seems to be going right, it's because we are continually perpetuating more of the same coming into our life. That's why people talk about gratitude practices because it's going to get you into a higher vibration state. You know, being grateful for what you have and focusing on that is going to get you into a higher vibrational state, which will call in more of that as opposed to more of what you don't want. You know, helping people realize that you really are creating your environment and that's empowering because it means that you can change it anytime you want to with focus and commitment. You know, again, all the things that we talked about before. And and that's what has been happening with me over the past couple of months. I just got into a state of everything kind of becoming too much and got into the victim of my circumstance kind of vibration. You know, I coach people on this, but I'm also human. (laughs) It happens to all of us, all of us can experience that. And the faster you can kind of realize, okay, I'm in that state. And the best thing I can do for myself is to choose to feel differently. So gratitude is a great place to go. You can choose to feel effervescent if you want. That's a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Choose choose to feel effervescent. Yes. That is a great one. Yes. And just kind of see how it changes the way you stand. It changes the way your, you know, your body posture is. If you smile, it changes the way you feel. I mean, we can do tiny little things that can have a huge impact on our hour or our day, our week, our year, our life. Absolutely. So changing or, or just being aware of how you are feeling which a lot of moms don't even take the time to ask ourselves, like, how am I feeling right now? That's the first step, right? It's like, oh, awareness. And then I love Gabby Bernstein said that too, the next best feeling. What is the next best feeling? And you just take it little by little. Um, and that that is really something that is so easy, Mandy. You're so right. Uh, like smiling. How is your posture? You know, having a little bit of gratitude. Those are all things that are going to get you to the next best feeling. True. And I I love that, the way she does say that. Um, And I think she's talking about the hierarchy of emotions there. But it's true. It's like you don't, if, if you're really just, it's been a bad time. Obviously, you're not jumping from that to glee. (laughs) But because that might be too big of, of a leap. Yeah. And understanding that you have so much power within you to create what you attract, you know, generally 
And if you listen to Abraham Hicks at all, it's like, you know, she's always saying, we are always talking about what we want. I want this. I need it. Please, please, please. You know, from the most desperate point in our lives. And when we're in that vibration, that's all we're going to be able to attract. And so it really is living into act as if, you know, as much as possible. And it's much easier to do that when you aren't caught up in the story in your head. If you're living from the story in your head, we're just built to be running the worst case scenario in our head all the time. And that's a story. It's not reality. It's a story. So the more you can drop down into your body, soften, be in your low belly, allow yourself to drop down into your low belly, tongue soft, body soft, and just feel into that and see and open your eyes and look around at the world and see how different it is from a different perspective. And that's generally where from that place you can choose to feel better. Oh my gosh. Look at you, that almost like just thinking about doing that makes me almost feel like maybe like crying a little bit, just like Aww. a release of some sort. Because we do when I I read this on your website, you know, when we let our brain drive our engine it, or it just or be our engine and the story, we're just not optimizing our life. No, it's true. And, and, you know, it's wild. It's like, we have these incredible minds that, you know, we have analytical minds, we have thinking minds in a much different way than other mammals. And so it's a gift, but we're not meant to live from there. What we've really not understood as we've evolved is that we're not meant to live from there. We're meant to use it, but not live from it. We're used to, we need to use it to strategize and analyze and plan and all those things that it's really good at, but that's not where we live. You know, we live from our true selves, which is more our core. Living from here will help you use your mind in a productive and optimal way and not allow it to run your life and control you and make you feel like you're going completely insane every day. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know my I brain when left alone can be pretty shitty to me. <laughs> yes. Mine is so not cool. <laughs> so yeah. not cool. But we, you know, we've begun to do the work and I'm sure you help your clients do this to rewire your brain and your subconscious to do things another way and to create a new story and you can live from a story that serves you because a lot of times the thing the ways we were raised are you know the way our tribe does something or we've mm. learned that oh we don't do that or we do that and it's like well but why it's not it's not how i want to do it it's not good for me it's not good for anybody else so it's really important to rewrite that story if we yeah. are going to live in the story <laughs> yeah true i mean you can you can you can it's so interesting it's like yeah you can live in a story and you can make it amazing and you can also you know and this is my goal my intention with every one of my clients is to help them free themselves their freedom is the only thing that i am concerned about focused on however that is for you rewriting a better story amazing but just not being a prisoner of the past or old trauma or limiting beliefs or an old story is what i help my clients with and we at some point most of them and and my goal in my own life is to be able to live in flow with life meaning i am a vessel 
for life to flow through. You know, there isn't anything in my body, like old stuck energy, limiting beliefs, any of that that's getting, you know, that's stopping energy from flowing through. And that I can hold whatever it is that life is presenting to me in the moment without jumping into the story. It's almost a childlike way to be, you know, with the letting life flow through you and experience things in the moment and kind of follow your bliss a little bit. Yeah, totally. It's just easier too. It's so much easier. <laughs> and that's what this episode is all about. Make your life easier. Let it be easy. Why not? Yes. Why are we complicating things? We love to complicate things. Yeah, I I know I do. And so my word of the year is ease. <laughs> and have how have you been, you know, creating more ease in your life? And have you seen a difference? Have you had one of those what Bera man calls a hell yeah moment where you're in a scenario that you've been in so many times, but you're doing it different and better? Oh, I love that. She's so cute. I love her. It's interesting. It's like the older I get and the more I'm presented with the same lesson in a different way, which has recently happened, I'm now able to be with it. You know, I, a lot of times when we're given a really tough time in life, it, whatever that might be, it's like the only thing we want to do is resist it. Like this is not happening. No, no. How can I control this? How can I change it? How can I make it the way I want it to be? And that's what I've done, you know, most of my life, especially with things that like for a long time, you really don't have any control over. It's like, are you just continuing to resist it and continuing to resist it because it's just making it harder? Recently, I had something like this and I'm allowing it to be and I'm sitting with it and I'm really feeling into, okay, what am I getting from this? Like, and can I allow that feeling to be here and then just allow it to dissipate? Like, can I be with the feeling instead of resist it? Feel it, learn from it. It's, it's a feeling I'm meant to get through because I've been presented with it many, many times, right? Can I be with it so much that I allow it to dissolve out of my body and then it doesn't continue to show up for me? Like, okay, I get it. I can be with it. I can be in this really uncomfortable moment and be okay and not try to change it. I can take a step forward in the right direction, right? It doesn't mean I stop moving. It means that I continue to show up I continue to show up in my life in, in a way that I can, but I'm not trying to control the situation in a way that, you know, like I feel like I need to. As soon as I let go, everything works out. What a great thing to learn how to do. It takes practice, right? But oh, that's the goal. And it's not and you can help. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still going <laughs> through all the emotions of the thing. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. since you have been through it, you are much better equipped to help your clients go through things like this too. So true. Isn't that always the case? It's like whatever you've experienced, you can you can coach someone through so much better. Yeah. Oh, Mandy, look at this. This time has just <laughs> flown by. It's amazing. <laughs> we could just talk yes. and talk and the world yes. would be happening behind us and <laughs> be like personal development blissed out just you know like oh a gosh. oh you're like a cola drink for me we start talking about it and i get all <laughs> effervescent and and then you know we're, it's tomorrow but anyway so um is there anything else that we did not talk about that you wanted to touch on and share with the listener today i would reiterate that everything 
that we're experiencing right now is happening for us in some way. And as cliche as that sounds, I know people say that a lot lately, but whatever we're experiencing is happening for us. So as much as you can, if there's something ruling your life right now and you just feel like, oh my God, will this ever end? As much as you can, try and be with it, allow it to be here, feel into it so that it may pass. So that at least that the thoughts and the feelings, you've accepted them, right? It's like whatever we resist continues in our lives consistently. And whatever we accept and allow and welcome, we can feel and then it's gone. So, you know, the outside circumstance might be gone, but your charge around it won't be nearly as strong the more you continue to practice this. So again, it's just, I guess the one word I would say is the answer to everything is soften. Soften. Okay. I feel like I can do that. But yeah, <laughs> it's the answer yeah. to everything. And we all need to. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, um, somebody was like, oh, well, I heard about a study where if you take a nap for 20 minutes a day, then you'll live like whatever, 10% longer. And then somebody else said, well, I heard if you like meditate, you know, whatever it is, but it's really c- comes down to we need to relax. We need to fucking relax every once in a while and <laughs> softening and dropping into our body is a good way to do that. And easy, you know, you can try and do that while you're driving, you know, you're at yeah. your desk, you're at dinner with your children, you know, it doesn't take 20 minutes out of your day and you could get fired for it. You can just <laughs> drop in, relax, and your life will, you will live 10% longer, I'm pretty sure. Amen, sister. Amen to that. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, so, Mandy, oh what is your all-time favorite pump-up song? I can imagine you are so, okay, I'm going to use it again. Here it comes. You are so effervescent that you have like the the greatest pump up song. What is what is it that gets you going? Oh, my pump up song. Oh my goodness. Um, you know what's popping into my head right now? I don't know if it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Is it Unstoppable by Sia? I think. Oh, I think it's Unstoppable. Yes. Yeah. I think that's my maybe. That's I, I I'm never I'm the worst about remembering song names. But we are all unstoppable. (laughs) That's right. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a good one to listen to on like full blast in the car and you could just sing at the top of your lungs. Yes, for sure. So Mandy, what do you want people to do now? Can they, they can follow you and reach out to you? Yes, absolutely. I am on Instagram at Mandy Demetsky and I would love for you to visit my website as well. Uh, I do one-on-one individual coaching right now. I do some groups every once in a while. I don't have one going on right now. So I have two individual spots open. I was full for a while, but I have two open spots now. So if, you know, you are like, I am ready to free myself and change my life, live into the absolute best part of my life. You know, I work with a lot of people that are kind of in that midlife crisis spot, (laughs) that like 40 to 60 area where things, you know, might not be working the same way. Like 
approaching things might not work the same way as it did before. That's all by design. It's, it's, you know, you're meant to go through a transition period in the middle of your life and live the second half of your life in, oh my gosh, just, it's, it's so incredibly beautiful to get to a point where you're really, really in flow. And that's what the second half of your life is meant to be. So if you visit my website, mandydemetsky.com and you can message me there or DM me on Instagram and uh, we can get on a call and talk more about where you are. Awesome. Yay. Oh, Mandy, thank you so much for sharing (laughs) your site. You are so well studied. I know you've read a ton of books and like you have all the certifications, but you keep up on your personal development and the ways that you can help people and your own transformations. So you are you're living it you are living it and you're teaching it and thank you for sharing it with us absolutely max thank you so much for having me on what a beautiful space you've created and i'm it's an honor to be here thank you all right wasn't that so fun mandy is just so full of good energy and i hope you enjoyed her as much as i did I was so almost hypnotized by her ability to help me relax. Like, I don't know if you're watching this or maybe if you're listening, I don't know if you could hear me yawning so much. That was crazy. (laughs) Dropping into my body really helped me relax. And as we talked about at the end of the episode, we need to relax, you know, chill out every once in a while. That's what self-care is about is just taking a quick break from our minds, from whatever's going on around us, from whatever feelings we're feeling, whatever stress is wreaking havoc on our body, and just relax for a little bit. And that tongue trick, I tell you what, that's going to help you. You got you to try that with your joystick in your mouth. I also really loved the visual that she created, talking about how when you live in the story of your past or your learned experiences in the way that you think it's supposed to be, then uh, it's like a box over your head and you're not able to look around at what life really could be. So get that box off your head, would you? <laughs> this really felt like an effervescent episode. As Mandy said, you can go to her website or her Instagram and find out more about all that she does and the ways that she helps people. Thank you so much for listening. The gift of your attention is not lost on me. I am so grateful for spending this time with you and I can't wait to do it again next week because we don't just manifest, we megafest!